0: Welcome, friends, to this edition of The Healthy Life with Ashley and Ben. We're so glad to be here this evening with you. Uh, we say evening because we're recording at night. We usually record in the morning. <laughs> so you can kind of call it the healthy life uh, after after dark, the PG edition. How about that, Yes, Ashley? exactly. <laughs> so what's been going on by you? Are you getting ready for the, the fall? I feel the crisp in the air already.
1: I feel the crisp in the air. We've been waking up with fog in the mornings. It's been like high fifties, low sixties. I'm loving it. I absolutely love this time of year. And when the fog starts settling in the morning, that means school's starting.
0: And then I'll talk to you in January and let's talk about the snow. <laughs> and see how yeah,
1: much we you... can skip that <laughs> <laughs>
0: and see how much you missed the summer. But yeah. it's true. It's true. It, we are in a transition now, and transition can be a lot of things. You know, it can be from season to season, leaves changing colors, transition in our lives from you know one thing to another our schedules are transitioning and hopefully ashley and myself will make your transitions a little bit easier with our healthy life topics brought mm-hmm. to you by our sponsor healthy um always remember if you want to join healthy it's 24.99 um you can find it on the healthy website um the healthy facebook page you can find it basically anywhere app store but um today we have a really good episode we're going to be talking about almost uh i'll give you a little preview of the cycle of of how how to conquer things how to accomplish things and there's some deep science on how to get things accomplished and why we don't always quote unquote crush our goals so as far as a lead-in i'm going to turn it over to coach ashley who's got a good insight on this today?
1: Yeah. So really it's kind of about, you know, how we really get good at something. Um, we feel like we're, we have this job or this task and it might be something pretty big and we kind of go in full force, um, all the way on it. And, you know, you're just kind of a, you feel like you're attacking that thing, you're getting it done. But then when you look back, you realize you never really got it all done. You're, you don't really get, where you're going and then you're blaming yourself and you're feeling guilt. This cycle tends to happen over and over. Have have you experienced something like that?
0: Sure. Um, you know, back in you know, years ago when I was doing fad diets and doing the New Year's resolution, you know, we are a weight loss show, but we talk about a lot of other things. Right. Um, you know, I would always start some new, crazy, whacked-out diet in January. I would join the gym in January. You know, uh, back then they had different promotions, two for one. Yeah. And I would burn myself out by Valentine's Day. And I see that habit all over, and it's still a, a prevalent habit in today's society. Um people, people want to lose weight come January, and mm-hmm. then they join the gym they join a weight loss program and they burn themselves out and the gyms are empty by february and the waste loss plan is long long gone although right. they may although it may be shipping food to their house still but they're not <laughs> eating it anymore
1: <laughs> exactly i know exactly what you mean um i've been in that same situation it's you know you find this new quote unquote diet online. And, you know, like I've, I just went full force into it. Um, you know, dropping all the things that I really loved eating and enjoyed. And, you know, it's miserable, it's plain, it's bland. And when you just kind of go head, you dive head first into something like that, you do tend to burn out so quickly because for one, it wasn't enjoyable, you know, it wasn't sustainable. And, you know, you do, you just get burnout out on it. And then, that cycle just goes over and over. You stop that and then you pick something else up.
0: The reason, the reason why the cycle burns out is because when we start something like a crash diet or we start something, a big project, we look at the end result rather than the small steps it takes to get to that result. You know, exactly. we, just, we just look at the achievement, but not the work that needs to go into the, the achievement. And if we're capable of doing that work.
1: Right, right. I think a lot of people are focused on the product versus the progress itself. I. She's the I smart
0: have... one on the show. <laughs> I provide comedy relief.
1: Only, only sometimes, you know, I, I obviously, I can't claim to know it all. I just can talk about my experiences and the things that I have learned along the way and the things that I've been through. And, and, and one of those things are, um, that one of the things that I have told many people is that you can't get to where you want to be without doing something today. And usually that thing today is just like one small stepping stone, you know, one small step at a time. And those small steps are going to be just little things to get where, get you to where you want to be. So especially in the whole weight loss world, um, just automatically dropping out food groups or, you know, eliminating certain things from your diet completely. Um, I think we've already touched on that topic before how it's just not sustainable. It's not enjoyable. Um, but if you do one small thing, like, you know, just change your breakfast one day, you know, And then after a week of that, you can go on and change the next meal. It never has to be anything huge to the the point where it's gonna overwhelm you, overload your schedule. Um, Because by that point, as we just said, that cycle just continues. You're gonna get overwhelmed and you're probably gonna stop.
0: I'll give you a great example. So, you know, my job, a lot of colleges used to come there and try to um, sign up and enroll Students who are also employees of the company, right? And because they knew they had a tuition reimbursement um, policy at the company, and so I always see them in the hallway, and they're you know talking to the potential students, and I, I, I talk to them after they enroll, and they were like, "Yeah, I got five classes," and um, mm-hmm. she told me I could get my my bachelor's degree in two and a half years. Wow. And I'm thinking to myself, well, wait a minute. When was the last time you've opened up a book? Okay. Um, Mm -hmm. Five classes is tremendous if you don't even work. You work a full time job. So basically, they're just trying to profit off of you counting on sadly that you might not pass those classes and still owe them you know the tuition money
1: yeah yeah and that's sad it it is
0: they should be in the hallway saying listen try two classes see if you can handle it and maybe add a third class if they were honest
1: exactly and you know that's how my college advisor was thankfully i had a great one and and yeah i mean I have. I've had that same experience, and and five classes is an overload. It's stressful. It is a full time job on top of whatever else you do outside of school.
0: Yeah, I mean, uh, I think I took about four classes a semester, and I probably went to two. You know,
1: <laughs> I did. I had. I remember. I had one semester where I had five, and I ended up having to drop one, and four was still a lot. It is. Um,
0: but they're got, selling them a degree in two and a half years. They're not selling them on what it takes to get. To that degree, what steps do to, to take?
1: Exactly. That that's a perfect example. And you know, I mean, that's again that cycle that's not going to stop. If you are completely pushing yourself, you're going to end up not wanting con- to continue with it. You know?
0: Yeah. Overload, burnout. Mm-hmm.
1: I have a good example too. Um, you know, talking about tackling these big hard tasks and and it just being too much, and instead taking baby steps. I think we all have or at least I hope we all have. I hope I'm not the only one. And out we in our houses we have that closet or that drawer or even that room that just has everything. You know what I mean? You mean <laughs> the my junk kids?
0: Room. you mean my kids' room? <laughs>
1: Kids room not included. <laughs> so our storage room in our basement, I, I don't know how to keep it clean. And every time I go in it, it's overwhelming. You know, um, as much as you try to organize things, more just gets keep, get, keeps getting piled up in it. And I've realized instead of going in there and trying to tackle all these things at once in that room, I need to focus on one tote or one shelf at a time. And that way... Once I accomplish that one thing, then I can move on to the next one and continue until I'm finished. And then the end result is going to be so much happier than me just going in there, you know, guns blazing, trying to get it all done in one day and not being satisfied with the work that I did when I could just do that one at a time and be satisfied. Hey, I got two totes done today and be happy with that.
0: Explain what a tote is for my uh, tri-state friends.
1: (laughs) Do they not call totes, totes and other?
0: No,
1: like a plastic storage container.
0: Okay, storage bins. <laughs> there we go. We're not as fancy. <laughs> you know, there's some science with um, clutter and weight loss. Seven out of ten people who have clean homes and organized homes are more likely to lose weight than people that homes are not organized. Wow, uh, yeah.
1: that can that that probably runs psychologically, does it not?
0: I think so. I think so, because the more clutter and chaos in your life, it's harder to focus on, you know, your grand plan, which if yes. it is weight loss. Yes,
1: that absolutely makes sense. Yeah. I'm, and, and we have talked about it so much over these um these episodes that we've done about mm-hmm. having a schedule or a list, um, making that routine. If you don't have that put together, you know,
0: looking at my house, I'd probably be about 500 pounds right now. <laughs>
1: I'm looking around my room like, man, (laughs) nothing.
0: I got magnetic tiles in front of me, but uh, that's 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 another show.
1: Yeah, so I'm sorry.
0: You know, behavioral scientists um, have analyzed the stop-start patterns for many, many years, and they Mm -hmm. found that big changes only really happen when we do a little something every day. Mm -hmm. You know, to create transformation, we can start small with easy little experiments and then turn to the big stuff and add and add and add and add. It's not you can't just do it all at once. You're not going to lose 50 pounds in one day and you're not going to graduate Harvard or Yale in one day. (laughs)
1: That's exactly it. That ties in very well with what I said earlier. I mean, when you begin a weight loss journey, even if you're currently in the middle of it right now, it's impossible to know everything at once. I'm still learning things and I am more than two years into it. You know what I mean? And and to get there, you know, just do those baby steps. Maybe, maybe you're just now starting out. And I think my first suggestion would be just go online and find some recipes. Get a get a book if you can find a book in person. Um just start out small and start changing even a meal at a time. find some breakfast recipes first and then some dinner recipes, whatever you have to do. And as you start building that knowledge and those habits, um, it's gonna fall into that routine you've created and it's going to make it so much easier than just trying to dive in and do all of it at once.
0: I think I think of it some of us hold ourselves back too and we're good at talking ourselves out of things. Oh, that's too much that room has too much clutter in it. I don't, mm-hmm. I'll just, it's easier for me to close the door. It's easy to take the easy way out and say, you know, say no to yourself.
1: It is, it is. And um, it can be hard to break that too, I feel like.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, think about somebody that runs a marathon. They didn't, They just didn't, you know, wake up one morning and say, you know what, I'm going to run the New York or Boston Marathon.
1: And and just do it in that same day, yeah. right? You have, train, you have to train for it.
0: Yeah, you have to run in your current mile too, you know, mm-hmm. you can't think about the miles ahead, you have to stay in the mile that you're in before yeah. it gets to the mile, next mile, because I noticed too, like, folks will have a goal and they'll do some of the steps they need to get to the next point or the next goal, mm-hmm. but leave some of those points or, or, or the things that they need to do behind to get to the next goal. We need to complete one goal at a time, not just one part of a goal at a time,
1: right? Not, not a part of this section and a part of this section. Um, Exactly. Yeah. You're going to have to do, you know, the, the, the baby steps that, that lead up to finishing it.
0: Yeah. Like you can't just leave the foundation behind. You don't want to build your, your master goal, your grand goal, on a weak foundation.
1: Yeah, that is, that is a great, um, what would you call that? An analogy? <laughs> yeah. I don't know what the word is. I'm looking Me for, either. but no, <laughs> <laughs> it's late. We're tired. <laughs> no, um, the, the word foundation though is perfect because with, without a solid foundation and in, in anything you do in life, you're not as likely to see success. And I think when it comes to weight loss, your solid foundation is first of all, tracking, whatever form of tracking you may be doing. Um, we hope it's with healthy, (laughs) um, but tracking is going to be a a huge part of your foundation. And I I would say cooking. And and again, I keep saying these recipes, but a huge part of that is finding new meals and stuff that are going to fit into your lifestyle. Um, and if you're into exercise, finding even a light exercise routine, all of that is building that solid foundation for you.
0: Yeah, it takes learning. I mean, if you find more recipes and you find more things to make, it'll be easier because it'll create variety in your life. Um, During my healthy meetings this week, we were talking about transitioning from the summer vegetables to the fall vegetables. Yeah. And some people have fear over fall vegetables.
1: Um, Oh, really? Like all the squash and stuff?
0: Yeah, like they, they don't know how to make it and stuff. but.
1: Um oh gosh, learn. send on my Instagram. I have recipes.
0: <laughs> post, post it in my Facebook group, okay. Keep coach ben's weight loss, wellness, and fun. <laughs>
1: uh,
0: um, and you can get the information on joining healthy in there too, as well. But it's so true. No, I've had I had so many members ask me that's the biggest question on a lot of my meetings over the years. Everybody talks about spaghetti squash. I don't know how to cook it. Well. Really? Yeah, yeah. So I always say, you know, there's this new thing called Google.
1: Yeah, <laughs> exactly.
0: Every recipe you want is there.
1: It's right there. Yeah, a li- just a little tip there. 425 in the oven, cut that in half, lay it face down, roast it. It's so good. <laughs> <laughs>
0: but yes, I know you have your uh, plug it. If you want to plug your Instagram, you can, uh, Ash.
1: Yeah, my Instagram is at ashleys underscore healthy life. And it's not healthy with an I because we weren't healthy yet. It's just the regular healthy life. <laughs> yes. um, and I, I have, yeah, I have all kinds of just um, honestly really basic things. I, I know that's another thing that can be overwhelming is finding new recipes and it's like 35 steps and takes two hours. No, I'm like 35 minutes tops. And um, I think that is a huge factor that played into like the success that I've had with losing weight because it's easier.
0: You know, visiting, visiting the recipe uh, idea, you just touched a nerve with me. If, if I get down to the fourth line and like, I, I think that recipe is overwhelming mm-hmm. and it might not be overwhelming, but if I see like, oh, I need this, 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 uh, you know what, let me go try and find something else. Just yeah. that's, that's just like what we're talking about now. You know, yes. if I really wanna make Ashley spaghetti squash, <laughs> I should just try and follow all the instructions. I shouldn't try to talk myself out of steps four, five, and six and move on to another recipe, because then I'm holding myself back.
1: It holding yourself really, back and you're not gonna have that finished recipe. It's right, gonna be- Right, I'm not gonna get <laughs> Ashley's
0: spaghetti squash.
1: Well. Exactly, you're very right. Um, and if something does look daunting like that, like 25, 35 steps, it's okay to find something else. And I'm not just talking about recipes. I'm just saying in general, um, if something does seem too intimidating, it's more than okay to find something that does work for you that allows you to still meet your goals.
0: Do we have to know, understand, is it okay to put a limit on our goals though? Is it okay to understand that maybe a goal is too lofty and it's Absolutely. not in our wheelhouse?
1: Absolutely. Setting unrealistic and unreasonable goals is a huge part of failure. I don't like to use the word failure, but it is a huge reason why you're probably not going to meet that goal because it was unreasonable. It was unrealistic. I have I have kind of like this copy and paste thing that I use for so many people when they're asking just for general tips and, and information and stuff. And, and one of my tips in there are to set yourself a realistic goal. You might want to lose... Sixty pounds, or you might want to lose 125 pounds. But instead of looking at that, I would say break that down into smaller goals that are more attainable in the more near future.
0: Yeah. Like, I think we have to, by now, if you're, if you're middle-aged or, you know, a little bit, you know, you're, you're an adult Mm -hmm. and you know, your wheelhouse, like for example, myself with cars, I don't know the frigging fan belt from the seat belt. Okay, <laughs> that's not my wheelhouse. It's not, not fun my, for me. I'm not gonna go YouTube how to change your oil. I'm gonna go take my car to a dealership and get the oil changed mm-hmm. because I don't want to destroy the car. It's not the fact that I might not be able to do it. It's just not something that I would get pleasure out of.
1: Right. It's I, not I, your okay. It's not your thing, and 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 that's more than okay
0: you know it's like i always see the the person who buys the most expensive phone and doesn't even know how to use a flip phone but they just have have the most expensive phone
1: right exactly yeah and that that really just leads back to those taking those small steps at a time
0: right take the small steps break it down break Mm -hmm. your goal down anything that you're interested you know in the near future I probably when your kids leave your house. I mean, I got probably about what, fifteen more years of that, but
1: <laughs> I've got a while.
0: <laughs> <laughs> anything you're interested or uh, you're putting off that you wanna you wanna tackle, Ashley?
1: Um, well, I still wanna tackle that that basement room, that is for sure. <laughs> um, there's there are certain things like home improvement wise that I would love to tackle, but I know realistically it's not something that I can do alone or accomplish by myself at all in general. Um, And I know that I need to break those down and do small things like, you know, like my baseboards need repainted, I can do that. I just need to do it a room at a time instead of looking at, oh, this room needs this done and that room needs that done. Um, You know, you just, you have to take it one thing at a time or or I'd lose my mind.
0: (laughs) No, it's true. Like the one thing I've been putting off for for years is I want to learn another language. I either oh, want to yeah. relearn Italian or maybe learn Spanish because I might be able to use it more. Um, mm-hmm. And there's so many easy ways now to learn language. You have apps that are out there, there are. Mm-hmm. and you know there's so many different ways. You don't need a classroom setting, but I keep putting it off because I feel like I'm going to fail.
1: And, and that is rough. Yeah. I, I do actually remember you saying you wanted to do that. And I think if that's, da- if that's a goal, well, I can that do the wanted- healthy
0: life in more than one life. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> there we go. Yeah, exactly. So you need to do it for us now. <laughs> I would say, um, actually you reminded me, I did for the longest time want to continue sign language. I learned a little bit in college. Actually. Um, I told, our listeners a while back that I went to school for early childhood education. I had a job in that. And um, a big part of like infant and toddler is using sign language. And I learned a little bit and I didn't continue anything after that. And I would absolutely love to be able to do that. I've always been interested in it. So maybe that can be a new goal of mine. What's what's holding you back from it? Um, I guess the fact that I just feel like I don't need it anymore, even though I've I've used it with my two girls growing up when they were babies before they could talk. Sign language is so handy for that. And after they got older and started talking, I was like, well, I don't need it anymore. But you actually wouldn't believe the quite a handful of times that I've come across or run into people that are deaf and use sign language. And then I'm like, man, I really wish I could know more. I know basics, but I don't know fluent like sentences.
0: <laughs> I have a I have a couple of members that actually do sign language. That's their that's their career, and mm-hmm. uh, and uh, it's definitely something. And, and it's and it's a needed. It's, there's there's a lot of a lot of need for it in the world today. Um, yeah,
1: it's a beautiful language. I love it. It's a beautiful uh, language.
0: <laughs> yeah, like so. If you do have a goal, like and you want to achieve it, make sure it's in your wheelhouse. And make sure you if you want to do it, make time for it. Mm -hmm. But then break it down. Like I'm not going to wake up tomorrow morning, learning Spanish and broadcasting the healthy life with Ashley and Ben on Telemundo. You know, yeah, (laughs) (laughs) nothing against my friends at Telemundo, but (laughs) it's just that I'm not. It's going to take work. It's going to take work. Yep, work and and
1: dedication, and yep
0: work and dedication. And, and, I, and I have a lot of Spanish friends that I work with, and they say Spanish is so much easier to learn than English because we have so many double meaning words. And I'm like,
1: yeah, I've heard that.
0: Yeah. So, you know, um, it's, it's on my bucket list. Where it is on my bucket list, I don't know, but it is going to be there. Uh, and I think I will conquer that goal eventually. And, yeah. you know, our show is weight loss orientated. So, people are out there that are listening to healthy life with us right now and Mm -hmm. they probably have 25 or 50 or 75 or 100 pounds to lose Mm -hmm. how do you set them on their course because they're going to come to you and i and say you know what help me set the goal start me off ashley start me off ben how do we do that where do we where do we start them off what would be like the first three or four things you would tell them to conquer to get them started
1: um, I, and, and it's not just because this is our topic of the show, but I have always said, you know, you need to start in baby steps. You've got to start small with smaller goals. I would say the first thing I usually tell people is to go ahead and sort through the things that you do have in your house to eat through your fridge, through your pantry. And especially when you're using healthy, use that scanner and see what can still maybe stick around or things that, you know, aren't going to keep you honest and get you off track and get rid of those things. Um, that's one small baby step that is going to just get you get your wheels turning and make you realize that's not as good of a choice as maybe this thing over here would be. And then um, the second thing I have people do is again, recipes, sit down and find these recipes. Like a big thing for me with that was I love to cheeseburger burger macaroni, like, you know, the box stuff. Uh, I found oh yeah, <laughs> love that stuff. <laughs> and so I found a recipe online to make a lightened up um, so-called skinny version of it. So go online and find those lighter versions of the stuff that you love. Those are going to be some smaller steps, but things that are going to begin that routine to where you don't even have to think about it later on and it'll get you much closer to your goal.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And and I truly believe the first step is to make the commitment that this is going to be my goal. This is what I want to do. Mm -hmm. It's not going to be easy, but not every goal is going to be accomplished exactly on time when I want it to be accomplished. But make make a commitment to that goal, that grand goal. Make that commitment, make that mental commitment that I'm in it to win it.
1: Yeah, I I completely agree.
0: Yeah, because without that mental commitment, if we if we go with the half equipment uh, commitment, I'll try it. I'm going to try and lose weight. Friends, don't even waste your time. Yeah. And I yeah. don't want to so- sound bullish, but don't try and waste your time. Make that a commitment. Change that. Try to. I am going to lose weight. This exactly. is what I'm going to do.
1: That That's what I was going to say. Instead of I'm going to try to, it's I, I am going to.
0: Right, right. You got to use those positive words. And you've got to realize it's not going to be a straight line from day one to the last day that you lost that last pound that you needed to lose. It's going to yep. be a squiggly line. It's going to be ups and downs and ups and downs. But you'll eventually get there. I don't think anybody has a straight line with weight loss from point A to B. I don't know.
1: That. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't know that I have ever seen that. Um, and I have, I'm, I'm pretty open and honest on my Instagram too. I, I believe I've posted my um, my chart of the the time that it took me to lose the weight. And you most certainly see those valleys and peaks. It's up and down all the time. That is just how weight loss works. It is so very normal. I hope everybody listens and understands that it is so very normal to have those ups and downs. But when you zoom out on that graph and you see the overall trend, that is what matters.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And I, lo- I love your uh, new before and after picture that's in, uh, oh,
1: yeah. uh, on unhealthy.
0: Healthy, uh yeah, unhealthy. Uh, you can, you can so. view it on the healthy, um, uh, Facebook page or on, uh, my page, Coach Ben's weight loss, wellness, and fun. There's that cheap mm-hmm. plug again. You know, I look at weight loss and weight loss goals like this, and and I and I've and I've preached this many, many times. You ever watch the game show The Price Is Right?
1: Oh, of course, yeah.
0: Well, you remember the 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 mountain climber game?
1: Yes, <laughs> I sure did. That was my
0: favorite. That was my favorite. <laughs> and as that little mountain climber goes up. You get a prize at each mm-hmm. level, but. You don't want to fall off the cliff. Exactly. So when you set your goals, set your goals, but don't set them that lofty. Set them one at a time, reasonable, doable, so that you don't fall off the cliff. Mm -hmm. As we, as we end this episode of, uh, healthy life after dark i'm sure our, fr- our friends listened to it you had a funny thing on my meeting last uh on monday night she goes uh-huh. uh one of my members been with me for a long time she goes i listen to you guys 2 a.m at least three nights a week anytime i want to sleepy or eat at night um and get a- and go to the fridge i put the healthy life on and i'm like oh that's uh-huh.
1: That's, so that's cool. awesome.
0: She's like, she's like, could you do two editions a week? And I said, that, that's a little bit tough. Our schedules are a little bit com- busy, but you know, we are here uh, for you and to support you, and we've we've been there, friends. So just we do, and
1: I that. truly appreciate hearing that.
0: <laughs> so, uh, any final thoughts uh, today, Ashley? Before I wrap up our episode.
1: Um, I think just remember to start small. If you dive in completely full force, um, just like anybody probably would, you're going to get overwhelmed. So take those small steps that you need to, as small as it may be, and build those one at a time until you create all those habits and make it a routine. I promise, I promise it will help you reach your goals.
0: On that note, friends, thank you for listening to this week's edition of The Healthy Life. We look forward to coming back to you next Thursday. Thank you for all of your support that you give the show on Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Where where else are we? I don't even.
1: Yeah, you got it. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, the Healthy Facebook page, and Coach Ben's Weight Loss Wellness and Fun. What is that? Like the fourth plug? (laughs)
0: Fourth. Yeah, I know. Hey, I got over 2,000 members. (laughs) it's a great page though honestly but guys thank you again we'll see you next week have a great week keep being the best version of you thanks guys